my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's showtime. Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the VHS Strikes Back. I am your host, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hi there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to the VHS Strikes Back, the show where we dust off the old video player and go on a nostalgic journey to look at the good and the fucking honestly horrendously terrible movies of yesteryear. Now, obviously, I've switched things up a bit there, Chris, because what are we reviewing this week? <laughs> well, let me build that up slightly. <laughs> we have been asked to review this movie a couple of times. I think Scott uh, from the 20th Century Geek had mentioned it to us on one of the episodes we did together. Uh, and then also we've had our good friend, Glyn, Qui-Gon Glyn, on Twitter said, throw it in there. And he's one of our most avid listeners now. So, Glyn, we do listen uh, and see what you're putting out there. So we, we wanted to review this. However, Dave, just a bit of context. In the UK, Disney Plus has started today, Dave. And we could have picked yeah. all sorts of movies to fucking review. But no, we have probably gone with one of the most unbelievable movies. And that is saying something, considering the No Chick No Surrender fucking trilogy and fucking whatever that monkey tiger thing you got us to review dave a few weeks ago <laughs> and we've gone with the 1985 martial arts and i use martial arts fucking loosely movie jim carter dave starring kurt thomas you know what chris i think i can even one-up that because not only has disney plus started but obviously you know there's a there's quite a special lady friend that i have you know and we, we've you know, just started on our journey and we're in a bit of self-isolation at the minute. And I was like, we've got to watch Jim Carr. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, I've got to do it for the show. But I'm warning you, it is really shit, right? And and I know it's shit. This is not my taste in movies, but I've got to do it for the podcast. And, uh, but I'd, I'd soon, I'd started it and I was like, you know what? I think this is our first movie, isn't it? Oh my god! Well, this is something to remember, Dave. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh my god! This, Chris. I mean, putting my cards. I, I like to hide my <laughs> cards initially, but ah, oh, this is bad. I mean, this obviously we've known it's bad. We've all seen the memes and the gifs and stuff. But yeah, it surpasses expectations, I think, this one. (laughs) Does it? I mean, I'd never even heard of it. You know, we both love the old martial arts movies and that. I'd never heard of this until Scott mentioned it. And obviously, we've had a few people say, but I remember Glyn mentioned it was like, we've got to pay homage. Glyn sent a few suggestions over to us, and across both shows to review. So we're doing this for you, pal. So I hope you appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I think the first time I heard of it, was on Family Guy. It, it sort of appeared in one of those shows. And then, so I, I kind of Googled what it was. I, I don't know if, um, I mean, obviously Scott had, had watched it, but I, I don't remember this at all. And, and I don't remember anyone talking about it. Uh, so I don't know if it's one of those that maybe was bigger in the US, possibly. And it's definitely got a cult following, hasn't it? But, you know, I, I'm afraid for this one, I. It, that cult following wasn't me. You sure it wasn't with an N, Dave, and not an L? But anyway, it's yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> it, horrendous. Right, so come on, Dave. Let's get into the trailer. Let's, at least we have a break. Listen to the trailer. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> His name 
Kurt Thomas. His title, three-time world gymnastics champion. His assignment, a secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, himself. And that's all he needs. Combine the discipline, the timing, and the power of gymnastics with the explosive force of karate. And a new, all-powerful martial art is born. Jim Kata. Kurt Thomas becomes Jonathan Cabot. He must penetrate a mountain fortress to compete in an ancient savage ritual. They call it the game. But nobody wins. And nobody lives. Until now. When gymnastics and karate are fused, the combustion becomes an explosion. And a new kind of martial arts superhero is born. Jim Kata. Now, Chris, here's where I normally talk about the start of the movie and introduce the plot. But I've got to tell you, not a fucking clue what happened in this movie. So... <laughs> It just seemed to be one set piece after another. And I'm just utterly perplexed. So do you want to have a go? <laughs> it's going to go wrong. Uh, no, I'm the same. Like, like we start off with this ridiculously long intro of just names and producers and directors. And it's like this weird, eerie music just keeps kicking in like it's a horror movie. And then we get to see uh, Kurt Thomas, who, who is this gymnast. Um, you know, he's plays Jonathan Cabot. And he's just on like the the, the, the two beams. And he's on like, a, not beams, the two uh, poles. He's just doing like swings. He's obviously a talented gymnast. And he's all like a, it's like a black background. So you just see sort of like the rails of, the, of the, well, I don't know what the fuck they are, the beams, I suppose, I'd keep saying. And he's doing these moves. But then there's all other things going on in the background, like side things of people getting killed and that. And I'm like, what is actually going on? And then some old bloke sort of stood there and he's like, he doesn't even say to him, hey, I would believe you're the number one gymnastic person in the country. He's just like, right, we need to give you some training. And I'm like, I, I fucking miss this. And I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't like I was fucking around on Twitter or Facebook. I'm like, how has a gymnast been picked to go on some secret mission? Then we get, we find out it's something called <laughs> The Game. Uh, now I'm saying this like the story plots this out. It fucking doesn't because I've got Wikipedia in front of me, Dave, because there is no way there's any dialogue that leads into it. And be within five minutes, this fucking um, Kurt, Tom, I'm going to have to call him he's in the film, this Jonathan, he's in some sort of secluded, rocky fucking place with a, an Asian girl who just keeps looking at him funny. Some massive big black guy who's got a weird overdub voice. And he's training him. And then there's the typical Asian martial arts guy who is just stood there with, like, knives. And, and he's, like, dead cocky. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> he's doing that. And I've seen that, that gif lots of times where he's got the old knives and he's, he's getting a bit close to the old uh, crown jewels a bit for me there. But, I mean, even at the start... It starts off, and you've got this guy going across this rope, and he gets someone shoots him with an arrow, you know, to drop him down. And I'm like, 
ah, this must be set in ancient China or something. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no, it's modern day. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I have no idea. But when we get up to that training montage, and it, again, it's classic cliche stuff, isn't it? I've got to tell you, Chris, there is something that I cannot bleach out from my brain at all. And that is the gratuitous crotch shot that we got when he's walking up the stairs on his hands oh my God, and you've got dude. the camera above yeah. and pretty much short of resting his nutsack on the camera lens it, it, it must it was very very close and that is a that is an image i, I will not be able to unsee no it was a ridiculous <laughs> a ridiculous that's just showing that he's a gymnast going up the stairs it was fucking ridiculous i'll tell you what was ridiculous though is the, the Asian girl who who he gets in with, um, I think her name's How or it's actually spelled Ho, but it's not Ho Day, which would just be ironic. Actually, <laughs> well, I think it could be. It's, it's just not. She's her name is Ho. She's not a Ho. No, yeah, exactly, a <laughs> hole. Uh, but but yeah, so it's a very pretty girl, and she's looking at him very strangely. They've had they have no dialogue. They're just literally next to it, the locking lips. It's fucking ridiculous. But it's the bit where. He comes down the next day after his training montage where he's had like the shit kicked out of him. Then he's got the better of them all within the space of a day. And he can't throw any kicks. He can throw like a forward kick, which is a bit of a gymnastics kick. And that is all he can do, this guy. He's not a martial artist. Um, but he starts talking to him in the kitchen and he comes down the stairs and he's like, hi, ho, you okay? And and then he turns <laughs> the backflip. Hi, ho. Turned and does this backflip. So his head is facing uh, the back of his head is facing her. Does an impression of her. Then he flips forward and does speaks as himself. Then he flips back as her, talks as her. Then he talks as himself and just keeps doing these ridiculous flips in the kitchen. And I'm honestly, I'm not exaggerating. And you've seen it, and anyone else out there. I haven't got a fucking clue why they even thought that was even a viable fucking scene. It is absolutely shit. It, it worked though, didn't it? You know, I mean, it, she fell for it, and then they end up in bed together. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad I didn't see this when I was a kid, or else I think kind of broke my neck. I <laughs> Can you imagine that down the school disco? Right, just hold on a minute. Right, oh, put my back out. Um, it it was bizarre, that wasn't it? And and actually, in that scene where he's doing those flip, and he, you know, we get a glorious shot of the mullet, don't we? As, as you say, business at the front. <laughs> party at the back I'm thinking what the fuck is this someone has seen that this guy is clearly you know he's an Olympic gymnast isn't he and someone somewhere has gone yeah this guy is great at gymnastics let's make a whole movie where we can showcase how good he is at gymnastics <laughs> and and so that little flip again you know very impressive that he can do that but what was the fucking point in that? <laughs> in, in, a, in a real world situation, you wouldn't be able to do that shit. I mean, the, the pretense of, the, of this thing, why they asked him, and again, it's not fucking explained on the TV, uh, on the screen, sorry, is the fact that his dad was an SIA agent, Special Intelligence Agency, and they've come to him because of his dad thinking he's going to be the same. And his dad was killed years ago, which obviously we find out later on he wasn't. We'll get into that, which is fucking utterly preposterous. But what, what is stupid is when like Jonathan is like just he goes to some event and he's dressed up like he's fucking going to high school or something. He's got like a fucking polo sh uh, shirt on and a fucking sweatshirt and these weird chinos. And then he just starts like fighting people. 
randomly like they're attacking him with different weapons and and it's like what is going on here like like the guy Richard Norton plays the guy Samir you know the main henchman who's like proper ripped up and everything and I was reading up on, the, on oh, him. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. got a bit of a Van Dyke, can he, or a moustache. But he's actually really, he's a fucking hard bloke, Dave. I mean, he's about 1950, so he's 70 now. And uh, still in great shape. He's, he's a, an eighth dan black belt in karate. He runs a jiu-jitsu uh, school, which is about a fifth dan in, which is unbelievable to get to that. He's a bit like a Chuck Norris, basically. He's good friends with Chuck Norris. He's been a... Cor- he's got... I, I actually thought he had a bit of a Chuck Norris look, yeah. so I'm pretty sure he's modelled his look on, on his on mate. Chuck, yeah, because yeah, Chuck Chuck's yeah, about yeah. eighty, but he's, he's I don't know if Chuck was a mentor of his, but he's done like loads of fight choreography, and he actually did the fight choreography for this movie. Dave, fuck me. I mean, it must have been when he was just getting into the fucking um, into the fucking no, film. That's not one to put on the CV, <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> but what is unbelievable though is we go from a modern setting. To we meet Mr. Sweep overhead, which is like the dad of the Asian girl. Now, we've not seen a miscast father and daughter <laughs> or anybody since we, we talked about Dust Till Dawn when we had Harvey Keitel and the Asian kid as his fucking son, and it even gets called out in the movie. It's utterly nonsense. He's got the best sweep over I've seen since Bobby Cholton. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> It is. I mean, he's straight out of a Woody Allen movie, isn't he? He's got that classic, you know, sort of Jewish accent. And and we've got this beautiful young daughter, you know, and it's like, you know, with that very Thai look. It's like, yeah, that's not your daughter, is it? No. I mean, she, she, <laughs> he, 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 she's actually a, a princess, isn't she? Princess Rubai is a name, like officially. And it's his daughter. But the, the actual place where he goes to is a, is a fake country called um, Palmistan. I don't know if it's supposed to be Parmesan, but it's Parmistan. Um, <laughs> and, and they live, like she even says it to him, we need to get in the 20th century. They live like it's medieval. And I swear to God, Dave, because they're all on horseback chasing these guys at the start. You're right, when the guy gets like a, an arrow through his chest, his back and everything. But what's bizarre is... I had to rewind this thinking, I've fucking been messing about on my phone here. What have I done? Yeah, I genuinely... I the same. And, and you, you actually messaged me, didn't you, saying, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, fuck, fuck, you thought the same. Because usually you're you're more alert than me. I get distracted that easy and start fucking about with stuff. And I was thinking, I, I genuinely don't know. It sort of went from a modern setting to this, like, medieval sort of Conan the Barbarian town, which is obviously, it was filmed in uh, Yugoslavia. But... I don't know what I mean. What, ah, what right, did you okay. think of all that, Dave? Because it's utterly ridiculous the setting. Yes, utter nonsense. I mean, the problem is, I, I, like the castles and stuff look really good. So they they were obviously real castles, so they didn't have to make it up. Because I tell you what, Chris, I have never seen ninja costumes as bad as this. I mean, this was. Oh my god! Yeah. I've seen medieval reenactors better than this, but honestly, Chris, it looked like the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Right in black. Yeah, they they didn't actually look like ninja costumes at all, and I, it was just like, for fuck's sake, what is this? I, I've seen cosplay better than this. Yes, I agree because the eye the eyelet things were just they were just so cheap, <laughs> terrible. It was, just, it, it was literally <laughs> just like getting a pillowcase and putting two eyes in it, like you say. I know it's it's not great to reference the clue called sample. That's what it looked like. It looked like they'd fucking put all the gear in the washing machine and it had come out in the wrong colour because it was fucked. Yeah, they stuck their black socks in the yeah, washing machine. <laughs> it was utterly ridiculous. I, I agree that the whole uh, outfit and the fact they're on horses, but I'll tell you what I was pissing myself at. So there's a bit where Jonathan escapes with uh, the princess 
at home. And uh, he's running around Yugoslavia. So he ends up on a fucking bar, doesn't he, down an alleyway. And he starts doing this fucking gym, uh, gymnastic moves. And every time one of the baddies comes around the corner, they get like a double kick in the face. Like he's on the, honestly. It's... But but the best thing is though, there's some guy just like cycling around and he gets him. As yeah, a... he gets one. And then when she meets up with him again, I don't know if you picked up on it. There's a bit where some of the guys have got like the, the, um, the sword, the, the spear again, and the, the bow and arrow. And they're chasing him and he runs down like these steps. They're like a curved step. And as he runs to the bottom of the step, he's obviously told as part of his cue to look to the left. Well, he actually, and there's a guy walking up with like a baddie with a, a bow and arrow, but he looks too early. So he looks at about three steps from the bottom and looks at the wall and then runs and the guy doesn't even see him and then realizes he's supposed to have been there and then chases him up the stairs. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you'll have to watch it again. It's fucking ridiculous. It's just... Chris, I, I won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. That's, that's enough. Oh, it's utter <laughs> shit, isn't it? It, it? it really is shit. I mean, we, we've talked about, you know, I know you hate No Cheat, No Surrender and that, but... At least, I knew that would come no, up. But, no, but but truthfully, I didn't like this. this what's it? The thing in the monkey's shadow. Snake, snake, snake in the monkey's shadow. shadow. Was utter yeah. shit. However, at least there was some resemblance. Oh, oh, you're loving it now, aren't you? You want to go and watch a bit of Snake oh, in the Monkey's Shadow right now to cleanse your palate <laughs> of Jim Carter, don't I you? I fucking don't know. But, but, but <laughs> I, I, can, I can sort of buy into that over this, this is just an, it's in a different level to anything we've ever reviewed for me. I, th- I think the problem is, you know, and Jean-Claude Van Damme was, you know, often unkindly sort of called out as being a ballet dancer, but he was a proper kickboxer, wasn't he? Yeah. And when he threw those kicks, I mean, you, you would never like the spinning kicks and everything are, are just for show, but you know, you believe that, you know, he's got quite a lot of power and, and, you know, behind those kicks and those punches and whatever, and, and you believe him. Whereas, whereas this guy, I'm just not buying that he's he's doing anything other than dancing. To be honest, and and everyone at, at various points just forms an orderly queue. Oh yeah, you know, to to fight him. Yeah. I mean, we call that out, don't we, on some of the martial arts ones we do. But there's a bit in there where he like jumps down, and there's about ten of them, and he just keeps like sort of kicking one in the stomach or whatever. They All the ninjas. All the ninjas. They lean yeah, over yeah. forward and he uses them across their back to kick someone else as he throws them over. And then you're totally right. It's utter shit. I mean, he shoots somebody at the start who's chasing with a machine gun and then doesn't know how to work it, but it's fucking... They're like, they're like bad guys from some fucking 70s porno or something. It's just fucking shit. <laughs> Oh, dear. It, it is terrible, isn't it? But, I mean, he ends up getting clubbed over the head, doesn't he, when he, he's faced with those ninjas. Like, one yeah. of the guys on the outskirts who's just standing there just suddenly comes in at, at the opportune moment, gives him a club, and then somehow, again, they end up in another race. You get this big strapping bloke, what was it, Thorg, or something like yeah. that. You know, and he kills off one of the other runners, and then obviously we're going to get this showdown, which again, you know, Chris, I, I just don't buy it that he's ever taken down that Thorg. No, he's huge, you know. I mean, he's absolutely massive. That guy, he's a proper bodybuilder and stuff. And um, 
he, he's, he looks like Arnie, really, doesn't he, that fog? He's a, I, I read up on him. I, I thought he, he was a wrestler or something, but mm. I couldn't, I mean, I didn't I didn't look that long, but, um, you know, it, I couldn't see any background on him. But but he did look like he was a wrestler, he was that big. Yeah, but the thing was stupid was they were running in that race, and that race was a bit like a running man type thing, wasn't it? You know, battle to survive, and they were never, they're never ever going to actually leave or win the race, very much like running man, you know. I always used to remember yeah. the two names, Dave, from Running Man when they used to say um, thingy and thingy and they were on an island CGI. They didn't want me, but really they were fucking dead somewhere in the Running Man game. Oh, what the names? Yeah. My mate always used to text me about it and I remember getting it once going, that's off the Running Man. He went, nobody ever gets that when he says, like our winners, something, I can't remember the bloody names are. I'll have to, fight. I'll have to look at the names, but oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, 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 you know what? I want to say Kyle and Reese, but that's a whole Terminator thing. Um, that's going to bug me now. Let me have a look. It's going to, but it, it, I honestly remember the. Uh... You know what? While, while you're having a look, we'll do the old Tony Hart music. So do 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 <laughs> fuck off, Dave. <laughs> Will you just fucking find it for fuck's sake? The gag's gone now. <laughs> oh fuck it! I don't even know what it is. Dave. I can't even find it. He's come up with the running man yeah, dance here. And why? Someone's gonna. I bet Glenn actually will be like, "It's fucking this and that," you know. It's... Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. I know. I, I, you know, I can see it in my mind's eye when, uh, especially when they find them, and they find that they're, they're actually dead. Uh, I, I can see. Yeah. Oh, going to piss me off now yeah. i'm gonna to have to do that we'll do that after we've not hit record right um where are we with this shit show <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we're with thorg so he, he, thorg ends up taking an arrow actually doesn't he so i mean that's how he gets taken down um and then uh, i don't know what happens then he i mean the he has a bit of a coup doesn't he you know the the right hand man who's promised to the the, the leader's daughter, you know, he just goes off chasing them. Um, and then we end up... They have a fight, don't they? That oh. Zamir, Richard Norton, has a fight with Kurt, doesn't he? Is that after, though? Because the two bits that I remember, so obviously we get the rope. Yeah. So at the beginning, there was a foreshadowing where, you know, the other guy takes an arrow to the chest and drops to the floor. Um, but our main protagonist here, he manages to get across, but... Again, Chris, I, I was thinking, have I had a brain fart or something? Because he ends up in the town and we get this weird hammer horror type of situation where it suddenly turns into a weird, creepy horror movie. Yes. Yeah. There's like a weird chanting in there and people seem to get over. A bit like The Walking Dead. They just seem to get like overtaken with something, don't they? I, I agree. I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, Dave. I'll be honest. I honestly didn't. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's various people chasing him around. Actually, you mentioned The Walking Dead. I was thinking about the Adams family. Because when when old uh, Kirk gets brought round there, you've got this this old lady with, like, black eyeshadow on her eyes and stuff. And, and she looks about 70 or something, being a bit too touchy-feely. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> But anyway, so so yeah, he ends up sort of. This is where we get the pummel horse scene, isn't it? Yeah. 
So he ends up, all the villagers with their pitchforks and everything are chasing after him. And again, they sort of form a, a convenient circle. So they only, you know, actually try and take him out. You, Chris, you've got people with pitchforks, fucking sickles and everything that you could just throw at him. <laughs> There's no chance. But while he's doing his gymnastics on the pommel horse, you know, everyone's just sort of standing back, and then every now and then one walk, walks forward and takes a kick to the face or something, and it's just truly terrible. But actually, I'll grant you this particular scene. I think does I'll, I'm going to put that in the in the bucket for so bad it's good. I, I can't, Dave. I honestly can't. It's fucking shit. That that horse bit is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I mean, it's all that, like you said about Van Dam. Van Dam was a, a twenty nine and one kickboxer, professional kickboxer, right? He wasn't a fucking deadbeat. He, he actually only lost one fight, right? Now, whether he would have lost more as he went older, I'm not sure. He maybe, but he was a bit. So when he's doing stuff in Bloodsport, when he's kicking. Um, Bolo Young and stuff on and the, the, doing them kicks and all that. He's genuine. You're right. The flashy fucking flying kicks and the, the 360 kicks. Yeah, I've seen a couple in the UFC. They do work, but they're all for the camera. We know that. However, he's convincing. Bruce Lee was a martial artist. Chuck Norris was a world champion fucking kickboxer. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can believe that. This guy, this fuck all, and the fact that you can throw something in there, like you might get a little crumb at the start of a thing where they're like, oh, this guy, he can do the splits like there's no tomorrow, but you never see him do it. But at the end of a movie, and in martial arts one especially, he has to do the splits to save somebody or, you know, something stupid like that. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a crumb. But the fact that they've just got gymnastic fucking props through in a 19th century fucking village from nowhere is honestly we're talking about fucking stretching dave even fucking stretch armstrong couldn't fucking believe this fucker or mr mr was it mr fantastic you're not even gonna believe this shit dave it's fucking wank honestly it really is i can't argue with any of that (laughs) again it does provide a good gif you know, when he's, he's doing the old kung fu on the horse there. But um, I tell you what, Chris, I, I did notice. So he's running off down an alley, isn't he? And, and again, these 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 villagers seem to be possessed. You know, it is very creepy. And it, again, it's like those 60s Hammer Horror movies. Um, he's climbing up the side of the wall. And I swear, so, so obviously... A lot of this stuff is done uh, with with voice overdubs and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Especially around this time, you know, if there's no soundstage, then they have to do voiceovers after, you know, they've shot the the photography bit. I swear, Chris, he, he's, I swear, he's masturbating in the sound booth there. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing that? I don't know. No, not, not quite that. It's like he's like ah. Oh God, yeah, 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 yeah. It just gets worse. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, it's brilliant, but it's fucking terrible, Dave. It really is. It is pretty bad. It is pretty bad. But I guess that after his uh, whole uh, situation there, so he does get helped up, doesn't he, by, by one of the ninjas who turns out to be his dad. And I guess, you know, this was supposed to be a, a penny dropping moment. It's like, oh, it's his dad. And I was like, 
oh, what? Are you fucking kidding me? What? Really? <laughs> no, it's bullshit, isn't it? It's bullshit. And no one's noticed that it's his dad when they've gone for a ninja shower or anything, Dave. Obviously, everyone lives in fucking little cubicles. <laughs> and he's got the biggest eye cutouts ever because you get a, allude to it earlier on, don't you? Because he says something to him and the, the ninja looks at him and you're sort of like thinking, well, that's obviously someone who's going to turn up later on and help him or going to be, you know, something to do with the plot. Um, it's fucking shit. And the fact that his dad lasts about 30 seconds, he's got a fucking limp. He's been a master of disguise for all these years. And then he exposes himself once and gets fucking a spear, um, a arrow in his back straight away by fucking Zamir's fucking henchman. I was just like, no, I don't think that's fucking believable. I'm not believing mean, none of it's believable, but the fact that his old man snuffs it straight away is just bullshit. <laughs> it's like the, um, do, you, do you remember Police Squad? Yep. And uh, they used to have special guests and they'd get killed off in the opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted about as long as a police squad guest, I think. Oh, it's so. terrible. Ah, oh, Chris. Yeah. Should we go into our final review? Thank fuck for that, Dave. <laughs> yes, let's go. <laughs> Hello there. Do you like movies but feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of titles available every week in the theaters and on streaming services? Do you struggle with justifying the increasing cost of movies at the theater or whether to pick up another streaming service? Well, I have a resource for you. One Movie Punch. Your movie review podcast for currently playing newly streaming classic and cult movies. One movie per day, every day. We track the theaters, streaming services, and the occasional physical release to find the best movies currently available. We watch every film, then distill it into a short three to five minute review and publish a daily podcast. And now with year two, we've gone spoiler free for all movies within the last three years and bringing on a team of reviewers with brand new perspectives and selections. Want more information? Head over to www.onemoviepunch.com to subscribe to the daily podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Movie Punch and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash One Movie Punch. We'll see you there. Oh my God. Terrible. Right, right, Dave, I'll go first because it's quite often that I shit on things. So I'll, I'll get mine out of the way. I can't wait to hear yours. So again, big thanks to Glenn Scott for mentioning this movie and various others who've said you've got to watch it. Um, it's a fucking eye opener. And it also shows that the bar of movies that got put into production at any stage. I mean, we we, we are probably going to review Bloodshot and Comics in Motion uh, at some point, And that is terrible. But this is a different level. I mean, it is just unbelievable. What I, I can't put into words how somebody would think a gymnast would be an absolute perfect person to start in a martial arts medieval game of the running man. I honestly don't get that at all it's fucking shit it's it's oh it's it's terrible i can't say any more than that dave there's nothing positive about it and <laughs> i'm gonna say it's as it is probably now the worst thing i've ever seen ever it is fucking rubbish so it's going to dantooine dave and i hope that the fucking um emperor creates another army on Ixigal and fucking sends it off to somewhere else because it is terrible. Don't Please don't watch this movie. It is fucking shit. It's clearly, it's clearly got a lot of love out there. And Chris, this made $5.7 million at the box office. 
Which isn't bad, I don't think. Now, I don't know what the budget was for this. There was some car rolls and obviously shooting in Yugoslavia. don't know if they got some tax breaks or something, but, um, you know, it can't have been that cheap. And, and there were a lot of extras there, weren't there, you know, playing the villagers. So I, I don't know. I, I can imagine it, it wasn't as cheap as it looked, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But um, you know what? Every bone in my body is saying that this should go to Dantooine because it, it is just so terrible. I do think it's one of the worst things that that I've ever seen. <laughs> but Chris, you, you're gonna maybe fall out with me a bit. This it is the it is quite possibly the worst thing I've ever seen. But it is so terrible. It, it's like a clock. It might just appear back on the other side. And I, I, I'm sort of glad that we live in a world that has movies like Jim Carter that that are just so terrible. It makes you really appreciate when you see a good movie. <laughs> and, you know, you do see good fight choreography. You do see good costume design. You know, because without seeing something like this, you know, can you imagine if this lot did Game of Thrones? <laughs> you know, it'd be like it wouldn't get past the pilot episode so i think you know i'm gonna have to send this to elm street just because it's so terrible but there is something chris slightly redeeming about it and it is definitely so bad it is so ridiculous that again i i like that we live in a world with with a little bit of diversity in it you know because uh Obviously, we don't have hugely diverse movies, but, you know, this would never get made today. Um, and I'm glad we've watched it, but I will be, never be watching this shit show again. <laughs> I am fucking amazed by that result, Dave. Absolutely amazed. Hey, not as amazed as, what was it you sent? Uh, was it No Retreat, No Surrender 3? You you sent it to Pleasantville. You're like, oh, I just can't quite send it to Cloud City. <laughs> this is not as bad as that <laughs> and you know what to redeem i have already warned my lady friend i said i'm gonna have to show you the first five minutes of no retreat no surrender three. Oh, dave you're gonna have to message me when you put that on it's fucking brilliant it may be over for you <laughs> i think yeah i'm i'm a sucker for punishment clearly but um yeah, I, I I don't know why I do it, but I just self-sabotage myself, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. I, I'm amazed by that. You're going to get plenty of abuse now, Dave, for that result. Um, now, um, on text, obviously. Uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, at the VHS Strikes Back on Twitter, or if you want to email the show, the VHS Strikes Back at gmail.com. And if you do like the show, drop myself and Dave a review, and we'll... And we'll play them out, and... No, we won't. And we'll read them out to... Uh, no, we won't. If you do like the show, <laughs> you've got to stick these in the outro. <laughs> stick these after the music. <laughs> if, you, if you do like the show, then drop us a review on your podcast catching up, guys, and we'll just fuck it up and not read it out because I keep messing it up. <laughs> just do whatever the fuck you want. Anyway, we'll see you next time. <laughs> How many podcasts have we done? Fucking hundreds. <laughs> hundreds. What do you mean? When we used to be in the band, they used to fuck up the lyrics all the time, Dave. So I can't say. I tell you what, you know what I keep thinking back to? And I've never called you out on it. But um, 
it was the pigeon detective song, you know, and, and the internet was still, it wasn't in its infancy. It was like in its adolescence, wasn't it? You know, so yeah. this is the mid two thousands ish. And, uh, there was that song where it says, take her back, take her back, take her back to her place. Yeah. And I kept telling you it's take her back to her place. And you kept, I'm sure you were doing it to wind me up, <laughs> but every night, Every time, every gig, you would go, take it back, take it back, take it back to her, boys. <laughs> and I was like, hang on, I'm, I'm getting the lyric. What are you talking about? Like, let, take it back to her, boys. I remember singing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I remember the song, um, Take It Back, yeah. Well, you fucking didn't at the time. Right, hang on, hang on. Let me find the fucking lyrics. Now, bear in mind, I used to study the lyrics, obviously. <laughs> Not very well. Oh, I'm meticulous. Right, hang on, hang on. <laughs> uh, you fucking done me here again. Take it back. Here we go, right. Oh, yeah, it's her place. I must think I was one of the dodgy lyrics on fucking the internet. So, in fairness, I remember at the time, right, I Googled it, because Google was a thing back then, it wasn't quite that old, but I looked at it, and I did find somewhere where it said, take her back to her boys. Yeah. But if you listen to the context of the whole song, <laughs> and what it's all about, it was very clear what it was. And so it's good. Thank you, internet. You finally fucking proved me right. Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm going now, Dave. <laughs> right. We'll see you next week. See you now. <laughs> I'm leaving all that in, Dave. <laughs> that was brilliant. Brilliant. I had, to, I had to throw you under the bus at some point there. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? We better get back, because it'll be dark soon, and they mostly come at night. Mostly. I'll be back. That's not. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, maybe you're crazy, man. Bruising heavy. He's a fool, he's stupid. I see you in six months.